don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your hosts, me, Amber, and my bestie, Sydney. We are co-owners of Shield Maiden Training Co. And this is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness related to women and the LGBTQIA plus community. Yes, that is exactly what we do. It is. And we now are doing that on fancy microphones. We are. We upgraded <laughs> microphones. So exciting. Hopefully things sound better. Yeah. Uh, with the new microphones, we have not figured out how to record video. That's next on our to-do list. Uh, yeah. So if you are one of our what, 20 six, listeners, six YouTube followers, <laughs> we apologize for the lack of video. We'll be back. <laughs> Hopefully the better audio makes up for it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it is May, which, you know, it's going to be May. Um, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> which... Mm, if you've been listening to the podcast, you will know that it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And you probably, if you're on Instagram and all those other things, you probably are aware of it from there as well. So we have been talking a little bit about different things that play into mental health. And this week, we're going to be talking about how self-care actually plays into our mental health and our physical health. Fantastic. Yeah. And if you remember back to episode 14... For those of you who might be new listeners, you should go check out episode 14, where we talked about the culture and commercialization of self-care. I got very heated in that one. Um, <laughs> it I has some big thoughts about that. I have big feels about it. Um, but first, listen to this episode and then go back and listen to that. And for those of you who have been following along with us, this is kind of like a continuation of that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is self-care? What is self-care, city? Well, the WHO defines self-care as the ability of individuals, families, and communities to promote health, prevent disease, maintain health, and cope with illness and disability with or without the support of a healthcare provider. Really, what that kind of boils down to is taking the time to do things that help you live well and improve both your physical health and mental health. This includes things like hygiene, nutrition, and seeking medical care when it's needed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, we'll call that the clinical definition. Clinical definition. Yeah. So the kind of mainstream definition for self-care has really started to become more about general well-being and doing things for yourself that feel nourishing either for your body, your mind, your soul, uh, your spirit. I don't know. However you th think of that. Uh, this can be things that are calming, relaxing, spiritual, or intellectual, or things that are physical, like fitness. Yeah. Uh, what this does not mean is that self-care is for everyone. It's the same for everyone. Yes. Right. Everybody's self-care looks different. And you and I were chatting earlier before we <laughs> hopped on at that. Our self-cares look completely different, probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, so real quick, what would you kind of like, if you're like, uh, I'm going to pick a self-care day, what is the things that you're going to focus on? That's a great question. Um, I think for me, it's probably some of the things we'll talk about later. Um, spending some time outside. Um, probably spending some time with friends, 
because I do work from home. So I'm alone most of my time. <laughs> so I want everyone to know that officially on recording, the introvert has said that they like to socialize. No, I like to spend time with my friends. <laughs> oh. Okay, so what I heard was. <laughs> it's very different. I don't like to go out to random places and socialize with random people. Specifically want to hang out with the people I enjoy hanging out with already. Okay, it's very fair. different. It's very different. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, I think it probably also would be or include... not a lot of cooking because I don't enjoy that but maybe finding something I mean it's usually something easy to make hmm. on days when I'm feeling like I just I can't do anything that's fair yeah it's something easy maybe like I know how terrible this is because of all the extra plastic but a bag salad I love that you're cheap like our cheat meals are bag salad. Like that's my like, I really like it. I know it's good for me and I don't have to do much to make it. That's true. Yeah. And it's like, I enjoy it. It's delicious. Um, I get the Caesar one. Um, so like that's usually a, a bit of self-care in terms of like food stuff. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. I think my self-care Actually, we would probably have very similar things in terms of outside um, and spending time with friends. I really like to be physically active. So my outside might be more physically <laughs> active. Like, I feel yeah. like yours is going to be like sitting and reading and like enjoying yes. being in the outdoors or mine's going to be more like playing in the outdoors or like I'm yes. gardening. I'm Going for a hiker. <laughs> That's exactly it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, our, our self-cares are, are a little bit different in in that way. Um, and that's okay. Like yeah. everyone's going to have different things that they need to do to take care of themselves and maintain their mental well-being. Yeah, and I think it's really important to for you to understand what you need as a person for self-care and also mm -hmm. understand what your friends and family and partners need for self-care because yes. not everyone's lines up that, you know, you might think you're on the same page, but you're not. <laughs> so what yes. is self-care and rejuvenating for you might be really hard for them. It might be draining for them. And so like just trying to be aware that everybody's a little different. Sid doesn't ask me to go hiking very often. I used to, and now I have learned. I've grown as a person. Well, I I enjoy hiking. But the hikes you take me on. I am those Instagram and, too advanced. Those Instagram and TikTok <laughs> people that are like, oh, it's only 10 more miles. It's like, oh, it's a nice easy hike. No problem. It's like five miles of bouldering straight up a mountain. Yeah, I mean, but you're not carrying a, a you know, hiking backpack. We need to talk about your level of I know what easy means. I know. Okay. So back to the self-care and like the connection between there's mental self-care and there's physical self-care. And so there's just like a big intersection. And we know 
from some studies and things like that, that one in three people with long-term health conditions also have mental health issues, most commonly like anxiety and depression. So people who are battling like long-term physical things also tend to have some mental health issues accompanying that. Makes sense. Um, what they've also found is that fitness is a common interest among very happy people. Still skeptical about that. I, I'm less skeptical. Just, just saying. Um, there is, we do know that there is a definitive connection between physical self-care and mental self-care. So the more um, time people spend on their physical self-care tends to correlate to kind of a better mental health outlook. So the more exercise, the more healthy coping skills, the more uh, nutritional, like beneficial foods that people eat, they tend to have better mental health. Makes sense. Yeah. So if you missed last week's episode, we were discussing um, that women are two times more likely to develop an anxiety disorder than men. As women, Amber, why is that? <laughs> I have some thoughts about that. Uh, so as women, we are striving to juggle a whole bunch of stuff, work, kids, relationships, health, um, and any semblance of a social life that we can fit in amongst those things. Um, and because of all that, anxiety disorders of women are increasing, which is rude. Yeah. If it, and I, unfair. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if it's that anxiety disorders in women are increasing or that there's just more awareness and like doctors are taking women more seriously and not just providing mm -hmm. us fainting couches. Yeah. I want to go back to the days of being sent to the seaside for my health. Yeah, right. <laughs> that does sound wonderful. I gotta say, um, I also do would like to go back to when they just prescribed orgasms. Right. And they're like, oh, like, that improves a woman's mood. <laughs> Wonder why. I am all about feminism and like being a strong woman. <laughs> but being sent away to a I beach. Think we took it a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> I want my per my doctor to prescribe me a fainting couch in a seaside resort as my for my anxiety and depression. I mean, you know, whatever works. So we also know that LGBTQIA people also suffer from higher than average levels of anxiety and depression. This is, you know, a combination of things, but their experiences as a minority group um, where they face discrimination and prejudice on a daily basis are huge contributing factors to this. Mm -hmm. um, it is a fact that LGBTQIA people are the only group of people that it is still legal to discriminate against in the United States. Which is still shocking to me. This is like the fourth time we've talked about it and it is still shocking to me. It's because you're a good ally <laughs> and you don't, you're like, how can this, how can I this still understand. be? I have so many great friends who are in the community. How can they still be discriminated against? Well, yeah, like it just, it doesn't make sense. I know, right? We really liked, by we, I mean Sydney, really liked the Swiss cheese model of self-care. I do love cheese. I do love cheese. That is fair. Um, so what this means is Swiss cheese has like all the holes in it. And that's like the holes where we're missing self-care practices. So if we just have like one sad layer of cheese, one little slice, one slice of cheese <laughs> is sad. Uh, we're, we're missing chunks of self-care. 
Yeah. Like there are areas that are slipping and it's not like a well-rounded anything, really. It's it's not a meal. It's not self-care. It's just a sad piece of cheese. So if we layer multiple pieces of Swiss cheese, their holes are more likely to get covered and be filled in so that we can fill in the gaps of our self-care. So you want to try what this means is you want to try and incorporate different aspects of self-care into your self-care routines in your daily life. So things like fueling your body with uh, nutritious foods or down days, just foods you like. Yeah. Um, getting in some movement or physical activity, practicing mindfulness, setting boundaries, getting good sleep and socializing or not socializing or not socializing. Uh, so layering all those together will give a more filling meal, grilled cheese. <laughs> so since we're talking about cheese, <laughs> yeah, a more fulfilling grilled cheese. If you like a better sandwich, a better sandwich. Um, yeah. So layering will help you really improve your self-care and cover all your bases. Yeah. And I would say to add on to that, reframing goals if they're not working for you. So we talk a lot about goal setting on here and we want to take a moment to realize that not every method of goal setting works for everyone, just like not every person self-care looks the same. So if you've been struggling to reach your goals, it, it might be time to try something else or try to reframe them a little bit. So instead of listing out things like I'm going to hit the gym three times a week and I'm not going to have any alcohol and I'm only going to eat healthy foods, you know, with the air quotes around the healthy foods, let's, let's try something a little different. How about we say, how do we want to feel at the end of the week? Uh, you know, what does my body need this week? You know, maybe it is ice cream. Maybe that's what my body needs. I'm having, it's always ice cream. I mean, <laughs> or cheese. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's always ice cream. Or what were some big or small wins for this week? Especially recognizing the small wins. Like, that's that's a big thing. Um, also recognizing what was tough. Like, identifying the things that became hurdles and made it hard to accomplish your goals. And making sure that you set aside time for rest, fun, and connection. It's interesting. We have both said socializing. And I think post-pandemic, connection is something that people are really struggling with. Yeah. And absolutely. I, I think I heard a study that something like connection, like making new friends or new connections has gone down something like 30% post-pandemic. Because people aren't in offices, which means they're not also going out and grabbing a coffee with maybe a new coworker, or they're not going out and having a beer after work, or they're not stopping mm -hmm. by the gym on their way home from work. And so like that, even the, the small connections are being missed nowadays. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how, how, how do we practice self-care? What is that going to look like? <laughs> well, it's going to be different for everyone. <laughs> it is going to be different for everyone. Um, and how do we incorporate it into our fitness routine? So 
we do have some suggestions for you. You know us, we're not gonna leave you hanging. So the first thing kind of goes back to an episode a couple of weeks ago that we did uh, around mindfulness and meditation. So it's a really great self-care practice um, and a great way to incorporate this into self-care into your fitness routine is to practice mindfulness, meditation, yoga, stretching, um, and kind of build that into your daily routine, into your fitness routine. Um, it's best done daily, I think. Uh, but whenever you can get to it, <laughs> would be great. <laughs> Better than nothing. Um, you can find a class. You can find a group, a meditation group. Um, you can also go it alone. If that's your thing. There's lots of apps and videos and things that you can use uh, to help you get started with that. Yeah, I have actually, I, I stole Amber's um, opener, like opening series of yoga poses and things um, from when we do shield classes. And I actually do that at the start of all of my training sessions for weightlifting. So before and I do any of my dynamic warm up, I sit and I do like my T-spine release and I do my little stretches and I do cat cow a bunch of times. I do downward dog a ton. Um, you got to loosen up the spine before you work out. Yeah. It's important. It really is. So it you can incorporate them. Yes. There's ways to do it. Does mean I have to get to the gym a little bit earlier. <laughs> um, another strategy that I think people forget uh, is get sunlight. So with sunscreen. With, with sunscreen. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> got me covered. Um, just think of yourself as a complicated houseplant. That's what I like to do. Shelby just, she likes to say that I'm a complicated houseplant. Um, we need light and darkness, water and nutrients. So go outside, go for a walk, do those kinds of things. Like I think a lot of people are spending the majorities at home and think inside and, and aren't getting out as much. And so making sure we like actually see the sun is an important thing. One of the reasons we moved from Maine, we didn't get enough sunlight. Right. I get so much sunlight now. Yeah. It's great. You can have plants now. Yeah. They have plants. They're, they're alive. They even. are, they're living plants. Uh, I am keeping other complicated house plants alive. Yeah. It's great. I'm proud of you you uh so like the complicated house plants uh drink water it's really important um you should try for at least 64 ounces a day of like water like actual water not iced tea not coffee sydney i feel attacked you are attacked uh it's so important it's good for your skin it's good for your health like just drink water. Just drink water. Uh, another just easy. This is a really easy, basic self-care strategy. Brush your teeth and wash your face. You'll feel better. I promise. Like you will. Like just those that we talked about a while ago. Hygiene and like how like teeth mm. are an important and sometimes overlooked health like factor. Yeah. You have a lot of plaque buildup. Guess what? Your heart doesn't function really well. People have had heart attacks because of mouth and plaque buildup. That's wild. Yeah. So brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Wash your face. That's also good for your skin. 
It is. It's so good for you. You're going to have to wash off the sunscreen. Yeah. You don't want to leave that on. And then moisturize because that's also good. That is. And yes, I have. I'm getting better at it. Um, okay. So the last one, the last tip trick that we have for you is to make a schedule. To make a, yeah, make a fitness schedule. Um, setting boundaries around your schedule makes it easier to stick to it and having your fitness routines, your self-care routines, whatever planned out and scheduled each week can help you keep that boundary and keep other aspects of your life people, chores, work from encroaching on your self-care time. Yeah. Yeah. Set boundaries. Ooh, boundaries. Around your fitness. Set your boundaries around your fitness. I have plenty of boundaries around my fitness. As it's in not you, going anywhere. As you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing any fitness. All right. So these are all ways to practice self-care mm-hmm. and incorporate that into your fitness routines. But how do you create a self-care plan that will work for you? Uh, so we've got this. We've got you covered here, too. No worries. By we, I mean Sydney, because this is all about gardens. And it's gotten it's going to get very crunchy granola here, folks. Hold on to your hats. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> okay. So we talked about being complicated house plans. Mm-hmm. So it's with a theme. I guess with a theme. <laughs> I wonder what Sydney's been doing in her downtime. Um, Okay, so when thinking about your self-care plan, it's important to remember that we are like gardens. We need different things on different days and different times of the year. Yeah. A little sun today, a little less water tomorrow. Uh, You're going to have, this phrase cracks me up every time I read it. Uh, You'll have fallow and fruitful seasons, uh, which is not a design flaw. There's a lot of give and take. There's a lot of up and down. Uh, So give yourself time and compassion. Um, You know, maybe try six months to take care of your body, your mind, and your soul. Um, Get into the habit of practicing self-care. Even if you aren't always fully successful with it, Mm -hmm. keep trying. Uh, It's okay to miss a day or a couple of days or a week or whatever. Just pick it back up when you can. Be gentle with yourself. Uh, so make sure you're blocking those toxic people, blocking people's numbers, shutting off your phone, logging out of work, uh, get up earlier or sleep in later, depending on what you need. Uh, try journaling, meditation, uh, make sure you have restful days and make sure you're exercising. Yeah. And when you're creating a self-care plan that you want to work for you, I like to think of starting with one type of routine. It's really hard to overhaul your entire life. Yeah, don't try that all at once. Yeah, it's it's unsustainable. It, it won't stick. But if you can focus on, a, on one routine where you're going to start to incorporate more self-care and things like that, then you'll probably have more success with it. So starting with like a morning routine. That one's an easy one I like to pick because it's the first thing you do when you get up. So it's easy of like, if I can accomplish it here, maybe I can carry it and start adding more in throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. So, you know, routines can adapt and change. And if you're trying to stick to something that isn't working, 
and you're just going to fail at it. Um, so don't keep running your head into a brick wall. Just move things around and adjust as needed. So you could try things like not checking your phone for the first 15 minutes after you wake up. You could try making sure you always make your bed as soon as you get out of it. You could do brushing your teeth before you have coffee. I still think that's weird. I know you do, but it makes sure the little bacteria that have been in your mouth overnight while you were sleeping don't get activated by the food you're ingesting. So, but again, remember, adjust as necessary. Maybe instead of brushing your teeth, you just have a glass of water. Uh, get, get you closer to your 64 ounces. There we go. Yeah. Do maybe five to 10 minutes of stretching. You could try journaling. Or this one I've started doing is reviewing your schedule and writing your to-do list at the beginning of the day. So you know what you need to do for work. You need to know what you're going to do for your house, like, you know, personal, all of that. And so you kind of have everything laid out before you head out the door. Makes sense. Yeah. Thanks. So. Those are just some some things that you can try. Perfect. So to wrap up this episode, here is our little tip for getting on the self self care train. I said that because there's a train outside. <laughs> the new microphones are cutting down that noise. I hope so too. <laughs> we'll find out. All right. So if you're angry or you hate everyone, try eating something. You're hangry. If you feel like no one likes you, go to sleep. You're tired. And if you feel like you hate yourself, go shower. It's just, it, and that can be like just the baseline of like where you're starting your self-care is recognizing how you're feeling and trying to adjust what's happening so that you feel better. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I think Easy so. Easy enough. Love it. Love it. Amber's going to be in the shower all the time. All the time. Shower for days. Showering and eating. It sounds like a, and you know, being forced to go relax on a beach. Oh, if only. Doctor, I'm, I'm anxiety ridden. Send me to a beach. I'm having feelings. That was our mid month self care. Yeah. Mental health May episode. Yes. Uh, try out some of these things. Let us know how you're doing with them. Mm hmm. Or let us know what your self-care practices are. And keep following along as we continue ex to explore more, a couple more weeks of mental health. And then we're going to move into all gay all the time for June. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. Remember that you can find us on all the things, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Amazon Music. Uh, if you have any questions about our topics, or if you have suggestions or topics you want to hear us cover, definitely let us know. Uh, the best way is to DM us on Instagram at ShieldMadeNTC. Uh, and keep listening. Keep liking. Uh, yeah. Rate us on Spotify. If you're on Spotify, will you rate us, please? Um, and if you've already done that, I need you to go share the podcast with at least one friend and make them rate us. I don't care if they listen to us. Make them rate us. We, we just we, want that validation. We, yeah. We, we would like it if they listened to us. But more importantly, have them rate us. <laughs> and, you know, share with strangers on the street. Yeah. Safely. Safely. Maybe in a group. People accosting. 
Just like just across strangers in a group. Yeah. Uh, all those friends you got to listen, take them with you. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, I think that is a wrap. 